It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to episode 38 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, it's been a while, Abe, and we're talking NFL Week 8 coming up. The NBA season is underway, as well as the World Series. A lot to get into after we miss an episode, so let's get it. Down goes Frazier! Auburn's going to win the football game! Auburn's going to win the football game! Curry, way downtown! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sedman, from the Snapback Sports Pod, as you know, and from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today is uh, my good friend and co-host, Abe. Abe, the Eagles are 3-4. and four. How's life? Football? <laughs> that is a dangerous sport, my friend. We are on to basketball. It was the Battle of L.A. last night, opening night tonight. I don't want to talk about football. We missed what could have been one of our better episodes. Ravens go on the road and beat the Seahawks, and Eagles get thrashed on Sunday night. I know that people wanted it. It was disappointing to not be able to deliver because of our my travel schedule. Um, but we're going to go there for a quick bit. Ravens win in Seattle. Lamar Jackson can neutralize any football game. Marcus Peters has a pick six in game one. I'll tell you, I was at the game, as you know. I was a little disappointed with the stadium. That's what I was most excited about was how loud I thought it was going to be. I was up top, and I think all the sound funnels towards the field, so I'm going to give them a break on that. What I was actually insanely impressed with is actually how quiet they are when they're on offense. You could hear a pin drop. They don't even cheer when Russ gets a first down. It's only touchdowns, and then it's dead silent. Um, Ravens look good. Uh, Yeah, I mean... It's crazy how much this season has just become a week-by-week season. More so than – they say it's a week-by-week game in general, like the NFL. But more so anytime this year, nobody knows, unless you're playing the Redskins, Bengals, or Dolphins, <laughs> who is going to beat who on any given week. I'll give it to you. The Ravens have looked good. Um, that was a really big win for them because I think a lot of people were hesitant to, to get back on the Ravens train because you saw they beat easy teams at the beginning of the year. Then you guys started playing some tougher competition. Who'd you lose to? The Browns? And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. So you started playing real teams. Didn't really show anything. But this going into Seattle is never easy. That's a big win. You know what? I, I mean, I have no room to trash your team. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts I on Sunday no... Night Football? <sighs> I just don't understand. If, if this team doesn't – if the Philadelphia Eagles as a team don't show me that they don't care – then why should I care for about this team anymore? You know what I mean? Sunday night was as embarrassing as they come. There are problems all over the place. I don't know who to blame. I'm not looking to Carson yet. People obviously are. He's obviously been had his struggles this year, but he's also, for the most part, been a very solid quarterback, except for his performance on Sunday. Um, I think you've got to point fingers to 
the coaching. I mean, Doug went in and guaranteed a win essentially. And then, <laughs> I mean, you also got to say, I, I like you know me, Jack. I could spin an Eagles loss, and I've just been dumbfounded by this one. This one, it hurts way more than the Saints game last year when we got blown out just because it was Dallas. I but, think I think I'm higher on the Eagles than you are right oh, now. Oh, hundred percent. I am, you, I am. This team has to regain my trust. I refuse. You know what they're going to do? They'll probably go ahead and win at Buffalo this week and then maybe beat a team they shouldn't like New England or Seattle, and I'll be sucked back into this vortex that is the Philadelphia Eagles, and then, boom, they'll drop a home game or away game since it's in, we already played them at home. It's like the Redskins, or we'll lose to the Giants. Like, like Yeah, but, it's, but it's like week you to said. It's week-to-week, and I, I can't take it with my emotions, and now I have the Sixers. <laughs> and Penn um, State. And Penn State. Yeah, college football talk is going to be at a minimum until uh, – <laughs> We see the nice more slate. competitive games that are nice coming slate. up. Yeah, nice slate of games this week. They're coming up. Um, before we just jump straight into power rankings, I do want to bring up a point. I Am I crazy for saying – I know he's now in the conversation, but am I crazy for saying Lamar Jackson's the MVP right now? Um, outright, like number one, hands down MVP. Yeah, you're like, crazy. No, no, no. He's, he's in Not the conversation. hands down. No, but I think he's actually leading the race after last week. I disagree. I, I I think it's still Aaron Rodgers. Um, I can see why you okay. can build a case for Lamar just because of his all-purpose yards and the fact that he has – is he the leading rusher in the NFL right now? <laughs> no, but he's close. He's close. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can make a case for him. It's obviously early, but this is kind of weird. I feel like every year around this time, one person is pulling away from the other. But, I mean – No, I we have a race. I mean, Russ was half, my I mean, It's my Russ Rodgers – Mahomes and Lamar, in my opinion. I mean, and McCaffrey. I'm not, I'm McCaffrey's in it. Yeah, he's not going to win it right it. now. He's not going to win it. I'm not throwing him in there. Because, in my opinion, what McCaffrey's doing, which is accounting for basically the whole offense of the Panthers, Lamar's doing that at the quarterback position. So it makes it tough to say that McCaffrey would win it over Lamar. Rodgers, obviously, the six touchdowns was huge for his MVP campaign. Mahomes getting hurt is really going to crush it, even though he's supposedly practicing. Yeah, that's absurd that he practiced today. He dislocated his kneecap, what, six days ago? Yeah, it would be really stupid. this comes out, it'll be a week ago. Wow, the Nationals just put up six runs in one inning. This series is getting out of hand, but yeah. Uh, and then Russ, you know, he threw a pick, his first pick. He'll still hang around. I've been saying, though, the whole year, I really did, that they were fraudulent and they weren't that good. I don't know what that says about the Ravens, but I'm still not sold on the Seahawks. Like I think the Niners truly are the best team in that division. And after the Rams made that trade, if you check out their schedule, I would almost be surprised if they're not 8-4 and four or better in their next by the end of six games. Yeah, the Rams have, have been that team where I just refuse to – like they took – Two back-to-back losses to Tampa. I mean, three to Tampa, Seattle, and the Niners, and people were off their train. But like, they have the best player in football, and and like their defense can get so creative, just as creative as their offense, because they have the best player in football in Donald, and the best um, corner now corner in in football in Jalen Ramsey, who made came in and made an impact right away, and not in a goddamn Eagles uniform. <laughs> um. All right. Power rankings. Let's just get into it. I'll start. Uh, Drew Brees is practicing. The Saints have been impressive because of their defensive ability. I'm not going to do it because I don't need to. The Patriots are the best team in the NFL right now because they're. Did you see the stat today on them? I see a lot of stats. If 
Tom Brady and the offense had not taken the field this season, the New England Patriots would be 3-3-1 and one tie. Because that's how little points they've been held to, and that's how many defensive points the Patriots defense has scored. I mean, they've, they've, How insane is that? They have created literal spirits. A- ask Sam Darnold. Like, yeah, that was wild. That's going to be his butt fumble, by the way. But, I mean, this, this, the secondary has been absurd. I mean, granted, they've played a peewee schedule. I'm going to keep saying that, but no. I mean, it, it's been absurd what they're doing. It's, it's tough because, to me, they've played a peewee schedule. But what I, I like to look into is, like, the players on Twitter, the ex-players, rather, they're like, this defense is legit. It doesn't matter who they're playing. And I am going to trust them over trusting no, sure. you know the rest of Twitter saying they haven't played anyone. Um, the Tom Brady's never lost to a first or second year quarterback. We he plays Baker on Sunday and then comes to Baltimore after the after our bye. Could he lose one of those two games? I mean, no. Baker's in Cleveland. I mean, you got to think about it. Tom Brady hasn't played that well this year. He's been an he, he's average been, quarterback. Yeah, he's been good. He's been. He hasn't been bad. People like to make it out that he's been bad. He's been good. He's been decent. But they're, they're kind of getting their running game back. They just got Sanu. They lost yeah. Josh Gordon, obviously. But, I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. They're going to walk to the Super Bowl. They're going to walk there. All right. Anyways, uh, Patriots won. Saints, too. Their defense has been outstanding. Breeze is practicing after. Do we have a quarterback controversy? <laughs> no. Um, wait, wait, which, all right. Here's for the Saints. I need you to pick a nickname. Because yeah. Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is getting himself paid this year. He's going to be a starting quarterback next year somewhere. Sure, be. So do we want to go with Teddy No Knees or Teddy Two Gloves? Two Gloves. Way Teddy. better. And that's positive and fun. Yeah, you're right. Teddy, like, how does he play quarterback with two gloves? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of epic. Uh, third, my third power rank team. And you gave me so much flack for this after, like, three weeks. The Niners, still yeah. undefeated. Defense is legit. Number four, I'm going with the pack. I'm still not sold on them. Like, I think they are a very interesting team. Derek Carr fumbles on the goal line and flipped that game. Rodgers looks like he's regaining form. They have a ton of injury issues, but they're getting wins. So, for that reason, it almost, the fact that they're 6-1 and one and lost at home to you guys is almost, like, confusing, you know? Yeah, we were Green Bay's only loss and Atlanta's only win so far, so... That just shows you how our season's going. Right. It's odd. And then number five, the Ravens. We took – I mean, I was calling us dead, but then this is this is what changed it all around for me is we looked like we may have our defense. Like, people forget because of how brutal we were the first six weeks that last season we were the number one ranked defense. The Bears were better, but we are the number one ranked defense by whatever metrics they're using. And – we were like a bottom five defense this year. So if we even get into the top half, Lamar can neutralize any game. He's so much fun to watch, but he's actually a really good player. Makes the big plays. We're number five. Other teams in the hunt, I mean, we beat the Seahawks, so that jumped. The Vikings looked legit. We'll get into Kirk, but let me hear your five. Yeah, I mean, I think you you, you were pretty solid from top. Uh, I've been on the – I've said the Patriots since – we started in the preseason. They've been my number one team. I've always had the Chiefs behind them, even before Mahomes and the season started. But nothing's changing up there until because I'm not going to pick against the Pats until they give me a reason to, and I yeah. look stupid doing so. <laughs> um, I'm never going to bet against the house, and they are the house. I've got the Saints, too. Like you said, Teddy's getting it done. And that offense might – they did it without Kamara last week. I mean, against the Bears and <laughs> – 
I, we don't even need to talk about that game and Mitch Trubisky. I know, First he's game a back, legend. My guy, my guy. Too much content for um, Mitch. Yeah, but, like, Teddy did it against the Bears' D with no Kamara. Like, the Saints are legit. Number three, hey, I apologized last episode, man. I lost money on this team, and they proved me wrong. They embarrassed me. The, the Niners, they're the third best team right now. Um, big pickup with Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Instantly their best receiver, if you're not counting George Kittle, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, big pickup for them with, who already has the um, best running, running game in football. Uh, number four, Green Bay. Defense is uh, doing big things for them. LaFleur and Rodgers seem to be getting it done. Uh, they're doing it without Devontae Adams. Their only loss was to us, who I don't know what that says about them. I know already what I think about the Eagles. So, <laughs> Green Bay, number four. And number five, I'm going to go with the Rams. I was going to pick the Chiefs wow. here. Wow. I'm going to go with the Rams um, solely because I think of what they're, how scary they can be. They have the receiving core. I think they have um, – Surfer Mitch is a good system quarterback. He's not a good, he can't do it without McVay. But, and now, like I said, their defense got exponentially better. The fact that Jalen Ramsey can follow around the best receiver on every team while Aaron Donald is getting after the quarterback, it's going to give offenses so much trouble. And I think the Rams are about to, uh, they're about to, like you said, their schedule's easy. They're about to do some scary things. And I think inevitably, that division's tough, man. I mean, look. Let me just let me just go there and say you're going to get a lot of backlash for putting the 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 Rams at five. I, look, it's trust me. They don't look like the fifth best team right now, but in my mind, they are the fifth best team. If that makes sense, that's fine. I also think the Chiefs are a top three team in I was the league. Going, yeah, no. Ah, uh, see, I don't because I mean. I don't know what Matt Moore's you don't their like, quarterback. You don't like their defense? Matt Moore's their quarterback right now. You know their <laughs> defense is suspect. <laughs> but and their running game has been crap yeah. all year. Like no, Mahomes but, is getting if, no help, really. And I mean but, he got Tyreek back, but But if Mahomes can come back in the next few weeks. Right. Like, Let, don't get me wrong. If Mahomes didn't get hurt last week, the Chiefs would probably be my fifth team. Let me yeah. put that. I mean, they would be way higher for me. They're still uh, five and two. They're still really good. Yeah. And Mahomes is special. Um all right, so that's our power rankings. Any games, I mean, before we talked on air, we talked off air, and we decided this slate, I mean, Ravens are on a bye, so I kind of get to sit back. I might not even watch on Sunday. Like, hey, me neither. You want to meet up and not watch football together? <laughs> I can't even find a game I'm excited for. The best game was going to be Green Bay KC. Mahomes is out. If they play them, they're idiots. The second most intriguing game is Patriots-Browns, but the Browns are dead. Um, I mean, what what game am I excited for? I guess you could say Saints-Cardinals. You get Kyler in a dome. He's been awesome. The Cardinals have been playing <laughs> Kyler great. Kyler in a dome. I mean, he's fast. I don't know. I'm, like, looking at – you got Rams against Cincy, the Jets yeah. against the Jags, Trubisky against Rivers, the Giants against the Lions, the Bucks against the Titans – Carolina San Fran is intriguing, but I think San Fran just destroys Kyle Allen. I mean, what is this Thursday game? night is I don't like you want to do a Thursday night football preview? It's the Vikings versus the Redskins. The I'll Kirk give you revenge 8 game. seconds. Um Kirk Cousins revenge game. All right, let's give Kirk Cousins some credit. He's played really well this season outside of a couple bad games. Yeah, no, the past 3 weeks he's really shut me up uh first off just by destroying my own team. So Out of I'm our much 
I'm eating my words right now. I mean, if, <laughs> if Kirk can play competent football, the Vikings are filthy. Like, if he wasn't right. their quarterback. Roster-wise, think about their roster. Their defense but, is filthy. They have one of the best running backs in football in Dalvin this year. And their receiving core is one of the top in the NFL. Like, there's no holes. And you just look at that quarterback in a primetime game, and you're just afraid to pick them every time. Like, they should be my fifth team in the power rankings the way they look. But you can't, you can't make me. You cannot make me put Kirk Cousins. But you're saying Cousins, if he, all he has to do is play average. But that's what I wanted to point out. No, he's, he's playing way above playing average. Really well. Yeah, he's playing way above average. He just has to like play like he doesn't see ghosts. How about that? <laughs> um, Indy plays Denver. Like this is disgusting. Indy with a big win. They're four and two. Jacoby Brissett, man. I mean, he is uh, playing yeah, spectacular. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. I mean, I guess you can look to the Eagles-Bills game and say, like, if the Bills beat us, is we're like their first quality win. I, can you say that right now about the Eagles? Yeah, like, I mean, it would be a quality like win. Like, the Bills have really beaten nobody, but they're 5-1. and one. Nobody really knows or trusts them because of the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it's a one-and-a-half point spread. The Bills are favorited, but, like, I'm not going to – don't get me wrong. I, the Eagles are on my shit list right now, and they have to earn back my trust – but, like, I'm not going to sit here and say we're not a good win for a team. You know what I mean? Not yet, at least. Yeah. I think that, I mean, they barely beat the Dolphins last week. They pulled away a little, but it was very close. I think if they beat you, it's definitely a good win. I will say, like you mentioned when we started, it would not surprise me if Philly won. The NFL, the reason it's week by week is because it's a matchup thing, and Josh Allen cannot expose your biggest weakness. And I think that is why... It'll, it should be low scoring, but I think that's why you'll be able to score enough points to beat them. Like, Josh Allen's not going to – if he throws for 300 on you guys, like, then, yes, you're in trouble. You, you, can, you can pick out of a hat our biggest weakness right now. There, there's not one. Um, Oakland-Houston's intriguing. but no, once it's not. The, no, it's it not. is. No, Oakland no, – it would not surprise me if Oakland won that game. Oakland's pretty good, I'm telling you. It looks like you've been hinting a little bit at our uh, people's parlay a little bit I, I have been touching on a bunch of picks in the parlay. So, <laughs> short NFL preview for Week 8 because it's not too interesting, but we give you our power rankings. Lamar's my MVP. Who's your MVP at this moment? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron fair. Rodgers. But, hey, just like anyone can beat anyone week to week, this could flip the switch this weekend easily. It's that close of a race. Fair enough. I, but the funny thing is, like, no one's stock can really tick up much this week. It can only go down. Yeah, I mean, there's no games benefiting anybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, what so, if, hey, what if McCaffrey goes for, like, 250 all-purpose against the San Fran Day? Yeah, and what if the Knicks go undefeated? Okay. Um, all right, people's parlay, let's get rich. Short NFL preview, like I just said. Uh, after the break, we'll get into NBA. But first... My two picks, like I said, Oakland plus six and a half. I think they have a chance to actually win that game. I think they'll be close. Um, so I like Oakland. They had, they kind of had Green Bay on the ropes before. They just fell apart. And then my second pick is the dead Browns. Uh, thirteen plus thirteen betting against, on a dead team. Betting on a yeah. bunch of dead guys. I think thirteen is just a, a ridiculous line. The Browns have played an insane, and I mean insane. Um, yeah, especially coming Schedule off so a buy. Especially coming yeah. off a buy. But normally when teams come off a buy, it's a benefit because they have a good coach. Like, Freddie Kitchens is not a good coach. Right, right. But, like, they're well-rested. Yeah. You can spin that your way. Right. Plus 13, I think Baker's obviously going to turn the ball over a bunch. But could they, like, be down 17 late and score a touchdown? Why not? You know? Yeah. And, and it has to do more with 
Cleveland can limit New England. This is probably the best defense outside of the Bills who destroyed Brady that that they face. So I'm intrigued to see how Cleveland matches up with New England. Yeah, don't hate that pick. All right. Your two? Um, you know what? I'm going to audible. And since they're the fifth of my power rankings, I'm going to go – I'm going to give – or take 13 points for the Rams this week at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> um, the Bengals stink. And that They're is not my, good. And that is my reasoning for that pick. Fair. I think that should do it justice. Okay. There's a party on my street, apparently. Yeah, seriously. You can get an invite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And number uh, Second two? pick. You had? You... Yep. No, I got it. Okay. You took the Raiders plus six, right? Or plus six and a six half? Six and a half, yeah. I'm going to take the under in that game. 51 okay. and a half. Why? <laughs> Because you may think both of their defenses have looked shitty. Well, you're right. And so the common person would say, hey, let's take the over. So for that reason, I'm going to take the under. <laughs> Who was your pick going to be? I forget. Uh, the Lions minus seven. Uh, yeah, but Dan, Dan, Danny Ten Cents, I don't know. <laughs> Danny Ten Cents is so bad. All right, uh, we just got you guys rich, so that was the People's Parlay. Now, let's get ourselves rich. I'm going to go with Indochino. They were founded in the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Talk about how good these suits make you look. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more, and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. The best part is that they are under $400.00. Process is simple. Pick out your custom suit. Package gets delivered straight to your door in two weeks. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com. When entering Blue Wire checkout, plus shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your order. Now, following a sports team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming and rather emotional. Trying to follow everything you're happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. Super simple to sign up, and it's free. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friends sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nada. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you, just like Snapback Sports Podcast. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try for free 99 at sports.axios.com. And Home Run Nationals, Adam Ian. Oh, my God. All right, let's do two minutes on the Nats. Um, Ten to two. 10-2 Nats take two games in Houston, one off Verlander, one off Cole. I'm not going to say the series is over, but, like, this this is actually a team of destiny, right? I, no, I, dude, I'm not even thinking it's a team of destiny. They're just a really good team. Like, <laughs> right, they're just The Nats nasty. start – no, I said it to you before. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Nationals are the most – the biggest underdog in recent memory since, like, the Red Sox in 07 or something. And if you look at it, the Nationals started out like shit. They started, like, 19-30. and 30. And yeah. since that day, they've been one of the best teams in baseball, just as good as the Astros with just as good pitching. Like, I don't know why people get this notion that the Na- Nationals were just, like, ended up here. They're really good. Well, I, it's not as much ended up here as much as, like, 
think about how they actually did get to the World Series. In their wild card game, they're down oh, yeah, they two nothing. Crazy. And then in game five against the Dodgers, they hit two off Kershaw and then they hit a grand slam in extra. So it was actually even more miraculous that they got to the World Series. They destroyed the Cardinals. They're now destroying the Astros. I mean, ten two. Yeah, wow. unbelievable. I mean, I mean, home, home field doesn't mean anything. So I think if Houston gets one, like maybe it swings the series in Game Three. Obviously, if the Nats go home and take care of business, like if they throw Corbin and they beat Granky, who I don't know why they put him on the road. It's just uh, it's it's over. Nats are going to win their first World Series. Yeah, I mean, Game what is that going to be? Three is obviously a must win. The Nats yeah. also have three at home. So yeah, if you can get two out of three here. Oh, wait, no, then the series would be over. <laughs> if yeah. you get one here, then you, you got to win one on the road in the last yeah. two. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it definitely looks over. Um, the starting pitching last night with Cole and uh, Scherzer, who was it? Yeah. Started off shaky, then they both settled in. And same thing tonight. And most of the Nationals' runs came after Verlander was out. I think he ended up with, like, three runs maybe, three earned. Mm-hmm. Or I think after the Kurt Suzuki homer they pulled him, but – I mean, they're saying the Nationals' bullpen is the shitty bullpen, but the Astros just got blown up. Yep. All right. Speaking of trying to get there first, a bunch of NBA teams tipped off on Wednesday oh, yeah. and Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. Now you got me going. Can we – let me just get the Knicks out of the way. Knicks have, like, competent basketball players, which is encouraging. Like, they're not throwing Luke Cornett out there. They don't have a point guard. They're overall, like, in the half court, absolutely embarrassing. They were leading the Spurs in the fourth before an 18-0 run kind of tumbled. Fisdale is going to have to figure out rotations. I'll be in Brooklyn on Friday night for Knicks-Nets, and I'll be in the Garden Saturday night for Knicks-Celtics. So stay tuned for that. Shout-out. little snapback experience. Yeah, shout-out TickPick. They're an app, uh, like a stub hub, but no fees, which is actually, like, makes so much sense. Like, why charge fees? Um, All right, so that's my spiel on the Knicks. I'll let you have... No, why don't we go and do uh, what last night? A little Battle of L.A. Because people are here for the Battle of L.A., so... If we give them the battle of L.A. and then they know the Sixers are coming, they might not stick around. So I want them to hear about the Sixers. I I'm giving you a minute. I for the Sixers. You don't, I, don't give me anything. You know what? <laughs> hey, it's game one. It's a long take your, series. I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to overreact one way or another. But, boy, do I love this team. I mean, we struggled out of the gate against Boston, um, played a very shitty first half, and was somehow up by one. Then settled in the second half. I mean – Ben Simmons looked unbelievable. Everybody else, took the offense took a little while. How Joe going. play tonight? Joe only paid twenty three minutes, but I think he had fifteen and thirteen in twenty three minutes. Nice. But caught a hard foul to the nose, um, so he sat a lot of the fourth quarter. But I mean, the defensive hype about this team is real. Uh, there were so many foul fouls called, and I think that's going to be a lot of what you see with the Sixers this year because. They are so big and physical, and other teams are going to try and match their physicality. So yeah. I don't think they'll necessarily be an entertaining team style of play because it's just going to be a lot of bump and maybe like old-school basketball. Need a little bit more help shooting, but overall, very happy with what I saw out of the Sixers game one. And Boston, I, think... I mean, they shut down Kemba. Kemba in his debut did not look good. Kyrie, on the other hand, uh, took 33 shots. <laughs> 
I mean, this guy is so happy right now. Someone on Twitter wrote it. I don't I don't know who to credit, but they were like, Kyrie Irving is in his happy place. He gets to have his coach cheering him on to take as many shots and score as many points as possible, and, like, no one cares if they win or lose. I mean, he had 50. Did you see the I shot for the up. win? Yep. Oh, that, if he had made that. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm kind of glad he did it solely because, like, the 33 shots is just obnoxious. Like, I picked – I was hype on Brooklyn to start the year, and I think after, I mean, he shot over 50%, and he shot 50% from three, yeah. and he didn't turn the ball over once. Like, it honestly wasn't that bad of a game for right, but taking 33 shots. I just see that Kyrie's going to dribble his way to, like, a six seed and be totally content with it just being on House of Highlights every night. You know, and exactly. Snap. I told that you that. I told you the Nets weren't going to be that good. Um, I mean, it's night one, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, like, seeing Kyrie 50 in the opener just, like, made me chuckle. And they lost. Sort of way. The, exactly. only and player, they lost. the only player worse. <laughs> I think Wiggins. he's, yeah, I think he's my favorite player in the league. Oh, he is. An incredible stat line. 21 points on 10 of 27, 0 for 4 from deep, 0 assists. Uh, you missed the best part of that stat line. They what? won by one. Yeah, and he <laughs> on the road, won, and he had a negative twenty six plus minus. <laughs> like that's impressive. That is incredible. Are we gonna be turning? Is is Andrew Wiggins gonna be our NBA Mitch Trubisky? Uh, no, because everyone knows like how bad he is and how inefficient, and also they're not on a good team. Like the thing with the Bears and Mitch is like. The Bears are actually a really good team, and it's just Mitch drags them down. Like, Wiggins isn't – like, if they swap Wiggins with another with Rudy Gay, it's not like they're I think, winning 50 I think, games. I think we need to talk off air and try and find our NBA Mitch Trubisky. Just make it a brand. We'll blow it up. We can make some good memes it, out of it. I think we got to find an – got to agree on one. It's not hate, but it could be Kyrie if we see enough of a losing season from them. Because think about it. No, never... because Mitch plays bad. <laughs> so bad. Like Mitch isn't throwing for four fifty and four touchdowns and still losing. Where Kyrie just put up fifty and no turnovers and right. still lost. Okay, so we'll fi- But that's the thing is, there's not really a, a player that can impact the game negatively and be bad and still be like notable. Draymond Green. No, that's just dumb. Draymond uh, only does positive things for oh the Warriors. Oh my god! All right. You know that's true. No, all right. You don't have to like him. But all right, Battle of L.A. Um, are you going to lie or are you going to just act like you watched the whole game? No, I went to sleep at halftime. <laughs> all right, so well, your goat. Highlights. Y- yeah, but I know you did your research. Um, your goat had four points in the second half. He had a nice dunk, a nice chase down block, still getting his highlights He's in. He's also for- playing a like he played some defense last night. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 oh no. Oh, um, yeah, no. I saw that charge. <laughs> he, the funny thing is, like, he actually, like, he obviously in spurts can do that, but he didn't guard Kawhi. And no, I mean, at this point in his career, he's not going to. Exactly, and that's the issue. That's why people are going to say he's not the best player in the league anymore because he can't, it doesn't seem... Like, he can reach that level from two years ago. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I mean, it's night one, so we can... It is. The jury's out. But LeBron is going to have to do more than 18 points a night you to win. You know what was weird about this game? It just seemed like everything you thought the Lakers were going to be, which is just LeBron and AD pick and rolls the entire time, I think they ran one all game. It yeah, was just post-ups well, for AD. LeBron has never... 
been a pick and roll fan. So that was like the thing coming in was like, is he going to sacrifice that? He doesn't I think like. He was a Frank. I, I think no, Frank Vogel no, stinks. No, 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 no. Well, yes, obviously we knew that, and Kid will be the coach by All Star break. But that's <laughs> always been LeBron's thing. AD, he really, I don't know, man. He shies away in the big moment. I mean, he's your. You say he's better than Joel Embiid, not me. Well, he is better than Joel. Um, but hey, Danny Green I mean, practically saved them. Uh, he scored 28.7 of 9 from 3. My favorite stat of the night was that he's the all-time leading scorer for uh, first career appearances for the Lakers. More than Kareem, more than LeBron. Last, than night, last night I also feel like the, the Clippers, like this was like, they took this game way more seriously. No. I, I See, that's Bro, where Pat I disagree. Beverly, Pat Beverly thought this was Game Seven in the finals. No, but that's oh, what that's stop. he's not that's doing not that true. for eighty-two games. You're wild because that is Beverly. That's why he's such a sicko. Because he's chucking the ball into the stands against Detroit Pistons on a Tuesday night game. <laughs> he cares that much. He's oh in, stop. You sound like dude, a fool. He didn't look summer league. Summer league. You know how all the players chill in Vegas and they watch courtside? Yeah, so he didn't dap him up. I saw the video, too. No, he dapped him up. He didn't look him in the eyes. He's a sicko. He actually cares. And well, it bot- he's, he's the best actor in the NBA. Nah, well, you mean LeBron in terms of flopping? Oh, oh I thought you were going cinematography. And you're, yeah. you're excited for Space Jam. Um, so, but this is this is the scary thing. Uh, out, joking aside, and all this Lakers aside, is that well, first of all, shout out to KCP. Twenty-seven minutes didn't log a stat besides uh, a few boards, few assists, and a foul and five fouls. Um, the Clippers beat them handedly without Paul George. I, I mean, it is game one, and both teams still have a lot to prove. And let's be honest, neither of these rosters, maybe the Clippers more so. Because they have like a solid eight rotation they can yep. go with in the playoffs, but the Lakers, this roster is not going to be what it will come playoff time. I think Kuzma's a big difference for them. Um, <laughs> it's like he's the tallest midget because it's the only reason he's big for them is because it takes less Jared Dudley minutes and KCP minutes. Right? No, but like he adds that third aspect of a scoring threat on offense, and that's but- very important. Like, Avery Bradley's logging 24 minutes. KCP's 27. I mean, like, Avery, that, that won't happen when... No, but it will, because think about these minutes. Dudley, 13. Troy Daniel, 16. KCP, 27. Avery Bradley, 24. Kuzma only eats up so many of those minutes. Another double single in the gap that make it 11-2 for the Nationals now. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I just think that... What we learned was what we had kind of expected. Kawhi is still one of the top players in the game. Like I, I, mean, I was ju- the one last year who was saying he's the second best player on planet Earth. You okay. were the one that had KD ahead of him. Well, and yo, and Giannis ahead of him. Yeah. Do you still believe that Giannis is better than Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I, I mean, that, I think at this com- point that's com- considered a little bit of a hot take. It's definitely not a hot take. The guy won MVP. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't win finals. Well, then, okay, so who's the best player in the world? LeBron James. Okay, so that would almost be considered more of a hot take than Giannis. I disagree because it's it's like a Patriots thing. You, you can't. It's not, though, because now we've seen a whole season of LeBron not looking like the top player in the world. He's been injured, and then we have, I know we only have one game to go off of, but he looked sluggish. He looked horrible. 
We don't need to get into last season, but we all know he looked great, and the Lakers did look great before he went down. He finished averaging 28-8-8, so until oh my otherwise— God. I'm done with LeBron's usage stats. Okay. I mean, listen, man, we got 81 more to go, and I think you'll, you'll learn why he still is the best player on planet Earth. And until he sh- gives me a full season with a full, actually assembled, solid roster and he doesn't look himself, I'm not betting against the guy because I'm not going to look like that idiot. That's fine. I'm ready to go on there. I'm going to give it a week. Oh, my God. A week into the NBA season. Three games. I'm going to give it a week. Three or four games if they're playing a back-to-back. I'm going to give it a week because I want to be the one who's out and ahead of it. But I'm going to give it a week. Skip Bayless has you beat by four years. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm going to give it a week before I say he's no longer the best player in the world. You've said it countless times before we can run the episodes of this podcast back. That's fair. Um Anything else? Well, Pelicans looked good. They fell to Toronto. Fred Van Vliet now leading the MVP race in the MB- in the NBA. He's superb. Uh, Kyle Lowry still better than De'Aaron Fox? Bro, we went over this. We're not doing right, this again. We're past it. I mean, you could have bought high there. De'Aaron only has seven points tonight. Let's talk about uh, this Zion injury. I mean, it's kind of how, how did Job Morant do tonight? I think he had a solid game for them. Nah, he he only had a f- like four assists. He was turning the ball over a bunch. Um, there's not a ton. The clip, not the Clippers. Sorry, the uh, I'm looking at OKC. Thing it's the Clippers. The Thunder were competitive tonight against the Jazz. Chris Paul. He's not like that. Like I said, that team actually is decent. They're just not gonna be together by the end of it, or else they're a serious playoff team. Like they really wait. Can make what? <laughs> what? What? Did you just say the Thunder are a serious playoff team in the West? Sorry, a serious contender to make the playoffs. What does that mean? A ten seed? No, that means if they didn't trade any of their players, they could they could make the playoffs. You're yeah. saying with 10, the roster, 9, with 10, the 9, roster 8. they started tonight. Yeah. Oi, Jack. I mean, that's a good stoop to stand on considering they probably will trade their players. Yeah, they're so obviously going to blow it up. So nobody can prove you wrong. But, I mean, I'm curious about this Zion, how it impacts the rookie of the year. Because you look at past years in the NBA, um, I think the fewest games somebody has played in one rookie of the year is like 53 or something. So that's missing what? You went to Texas. 30, What's that 29 math? games. 29 games. Zion's going to be out two months. Yep. How many games is that off the top of your head? Uh, 60 days, call it, probably play. Not every other, but two every five divided by 12. 24 games, so that would leave five <laughs> games. I would leave um, five. Yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say Zion is not likely to be rookie of the year unless he comes back and just a baller. but <laughs> Which he should be. So can I, can I switch my rookie of the year pick without Zion? If- Are you going to? It can only be Hero. Oh, obviously I was going to go Tyler Hero. Okay. Yeah, All right, sure. Well, since this whole Zion injury thing's happened, if it can't be Zion because of the amount of games he's played, Tyler Hero, it's your team, my guy. Um, Jimmy didn't show up for work tonight. Your team, I don't think we got the win. Did he get the win? No, they did. They beat Memphis. Oh, good win. Great win to start Jimmy the year. sat. Yeah, he sat on the bench. Well, no, I didn't no, see he where. Didn't show like, up. He didn't show yeah. up. <laughs> uh, personal reasons, I don't want to get into that. Probably something happened. But yeah. Tyler, 14-8, not a bad night. You got your team out to a 1-0, and and he's going to carry this team to a, what did I pick them as? The uh, sixth seed? Yeah, something like that. Yep, Tyler, your team, run with it. There's one more team I want to get to before we call it uh, an ep. But first, 
just because we did it off the air, have to bring it on air. Abe and I bet, I said Julius Randle, he gave me good odds, or bad odds, that Julius would be an all-star. Yeah. 25, 11, 6, 3 steals, 1 turnover. Good start. For the All Star campaign, oh, I think he'll. I think he'll stuff the staff sh- yeah. stat sheet. It's just yeah. I think there will be other guys ahead of him in the. Eastern I mean, Conference. is Beal is Beal gonna make it with his performance tonight? Seven for twenty five. I don't know. Not a guard, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Um, but in that game, the Dallas Mavericks looked impressive. Luca thirty four points on twelve and nineteen. Kristaps played almost thirty minutes. He scored twenty three. But this is what I said would haunt them because I think they are going to have a good year. They beat the Wizards by eight. The Wizards are garbage. But yeah, look, I don't at, think after, this is an impressive win at all. After those two, Kleber, zero points. DeLam Wright, five. Courtney, Courtney Lee's on the Mavs. Jeez, four points. He was he was in the Chris Stapps trade. Come on, you're a Knicks fan. you got to know this. <laughs> Dorian Finney-Smith, ten points. Brunson, nine. Tim Hardaway, four. Seth Curry, nine. Jay Jackson, I don't even know which Jackson that is. Had ten, like Justin I guess. Jackson. Then the, no, he's not on the Justin Jackson from North Carolina. He's on that team. Oh, oh rookie Justin. Um, I guess you could say it was balanced, but there's no production outside of the top two. And you have Chris Stops, who, if I bet you a million dollars right now, he wouldn't play more than seventy games. So you miss your second for fifteen plus games, and that's just going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, they're in the West. I I didn't think – I think they were going to be a flashy team and a fun team, and maybe um, maybe another free agency will do them right once other people see the potential. But yeah, Dallas isn't doing much this year. No. I think they'll be fun, though. And that is what my takeaway from night one of the NBA. And the Warriors and Rockets haven't played yet, or the Bucks. Big takeaway uh, for me is what I said. And those Indiana Pacers, without Blake Griffin losing at home to the Pistons by nine – I, I mean, Sabonis put up 27-13, and 13, so he had a solid game. But I, I'm just not – I don't think this team has enough depth. And, look, yeah, no – they got 12, 16 bench points and fell to the Pacers at home. I just don't think they have a number one guy on that team. I know you think – you think it could be Miles Turner, can't you? Number one? Yeah, number one guy on that team. I mean, it's Oladipo. No, I'm saying until he gets back. Oh, uh, yeah, it'll be a team effort. Miles, you know, he'll, he'll you do need, I think you need that dog, which is why I'm not sold on the Pacers. This year, I mean, though. talking about dog, Andre Drummond went 32-23. and 23. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Like, just what, what? Yeah, that's just what he does. I don't see the Pacers letting that happen, like, again very soon because I think, like, McMillan's just going to lay into them. Um, but what my takeaway was, you cut me off, is that the NBA is going to be a lot of fun this year. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, what do you have? Around nine contenders? Yeah, you have Something some. like that. And not even cuties. I think there's actual contenders. No, there, there, there are a few cuties hiding in that. Nugget. I don't think, I'll say this, I think the Nuggets are cuties. I think the Jazz are contenders. See, that makes no sense to me because you look at how far the Nuggets got last year compared to the Jazz and what they did with the one seed, and how can you think one team that, had that success last year as a cutie, but another that really didn't. What was Utah? A four or five seed last year? Yeah, they might I don't have been even less remember. Than that. They been Who'd they play? That. Uh, they got. They, they must have, have played the Blazers. They probably lost to Portland. Um, no, Portland hit the shot over OKC. They must have played the Rockets. Yeah, they played the Rockets. Yeah, whatever. Both of them aren't doing anything for me. Teams in the there, I mean, there's only two teams in the East that are contending for a championship. Can you agree on that? Uh, yes. 
So to me, there's only f- four in the West. Both LA, Houston, and maybe that's it. What? Maybe that's it. My NBA champ. Your NBA champ is... Never mind. <laughs> know how I feel about that. I the, My reasoning for uh, Utah is I think everyone's going to take the next step. I think Conley's an underrated upgrade over Rubio. People I agree. I think Donovan seem- Mitchell is just overrated. Well... I don't know. I think he takes the next step. You don't. I think Gobert's superb. I think Bogdanovich is a big addition with Ingles now. Big can come off the them. bench. Conley was one for one for sixteen tonight, uh, and they still caught the dub. So. Yeah, I just I, the reason they don't do it for me is come playoff time, two minutes left in the game. Who's gonna say get out of my way for them? I don't Donovan. That's the thing that, that see. I don't trust him. So. See, but that's the thing. I trust him way more than I trust, like, if Jamal Murray said get out of the way or Jokic can't really get his own shot, even though he, he does get his own shot somehow. Yeah. I love that guy. Ah, uh, he is just a... He's a load. A, an ogre. Wait. All right. I know what we're signing off with. Let me read you this line tonight. 12 points, 6 assists. I can hear you typing. I'm not... What are you Googling? Uh, athletes that were number 37. Okay. Uh, well, we're on 38. But okay. 12.6 assists in 23 minutes. Name that player. Run it back. 12 points, 6 assists, 23 minutes, and a dub. And a dub. Um, east or west? East. 12 points, 26 minutes. 23 minutes, 6 assists. Oh, my guy. Your guy. Yeah, absolute guy. I forgot to bring him up. That's my biggest takeaway from the NBA. Guys, watch out for Markel Fultz. <laughs> 50% from the floor tonight, 12 points. Um, that guy, Jason Tatum, the guy who went right behind him, who people are saying are, is better than him, <laughs> 21 points on 23 shots. The Jason Tatum better than Markel Fultz take. Get him out of my face. <laughs> shove him up here, you know what. Markel, you know what? Watch out for him for most improved this year. How about that? Stop. Watch out. Stop. Markel, faithful to the grind. Stay with it. I've been riding for you. Um, I thank you for everything you did in Philadelphia. I wish you the best in Disney World. Um, Markel, go do your thing, man. Go do everything we knew you could in Philadelphia. Shout out, Folds. Ben didn't try or look like he was attempting a three tonight, right? Uh, but did you see that guy? I know. I'm just asking. I didn't watch the whole game. No, but Ben okay. was another man on a mission. Tonight. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Shout out, Folds. Thank you guys for listening to episode 38 of the Snapback Sports Pod. All uh, combos and debates will be in the Flick Chat app. Join the Snapback group. Come talk with me and Abe. Uh, did you find any number 38s? I said we're too late in the episodes that like you, you don't really have much. Yeah, uh, Kurt Schilling wore 38. He's a little really? con- he's a little controversial though, so let's yeah. just stay past him. Okay. Um, ooh, this is a little hefty pitcher. Is that who I think it is? Carlos Zambrano oh. from the Cubs, a classic Chicago Cubs pitcher, also a solid hitter. I remember that from the video games. Um, but yeah, that's about all I got. Big Carlos Z and controversial Reddit bloodstock Kurt Schilling. Excited for episode 39 on Monday. I believe Steven Jackson from the St. Louis Rams wore 39. We'll check back in on Monday. Um, Football's a dangerous sport. And basketball is back. And boy, do I love my Sixers. That's it. All right, snapback fam. Go Peace. next.